Good evening, fuckers and fuckettes. Yeah, that was a beer cracking again. So, just got to do a quick shout out here to my number one fan, the king of the Russellite cult. His name is Russ. He donated $100 to the podcast so that we could be on all the extra platforms we're on now. So if you're listening on Spotify, YouTube, anything other than Podbean or iHeartRadio, you need to look into the Russellites because it's the newest cult. But if you join up with his cult, do not, under any circumstances, drink the Kool-Aid. I'll guarantee it won't kill you, but it'll send you on one fuck of a trip. Because that crazy cunt is from high level. So he's seen some shit and done some shit. Hopefully one day I'll get him on the podcast with me. But until then, Russ, thanks a million for that $100 donation, buddy. So tonight I'm sitting in the in my camper with my cousin, one of my sons, and Captain... And we were just discussing a couple of the old stories, and one came up that I had to tell the story for, because it is fucking awesome. Captain's here. You're probably not going to hear him say nothing, but he is here. Hello. Oh. That's all you get, just hello. (laughs) That's all you're going to get from Captain. So, oh, Captain, my Captain, that episode was all about him. And you've got him here now with me tonight, and this is another one of our fucked up stories, definitely. All right, so, um, I don't remember if Captain was working away from town at the time or working in town, but we were partying at my trailer. I just got back, I had a couple days off. He'd just gone back, had a couple days off, he said, I don't know if you heard that. And we decided we were going out. It was a long weekend, and the big bar in town at the time did 99-cent highballs on the Sunday of a long weekend. So we started drinking at the house, or the trailer, and we hit the bar up, and we got a little inebriated. (laughs) A little. (laughs) And... We decided, after the bar was done, we were going to go to McDonald's, which was not far from the bar, and get some food. So we proceeded to walk through the drive-thru and realized that they weren't open 24 hours anymore. Because where we grew up, the McDonald's, over the years, would go 24-hour drive-thru, then wouldn't go 24-hour drive-thru. It was a fucking nightmare to try and remember, especially when you were as fucked up as we were. And when we realized they were closed, we figured, well, the Tim Hortons that was next door would be open. Lights were on. Captain just said lights were on, and they fucking worked. And the drive-thru lights. And the drive-thru lights. And we walked up to the window, or to the speaker, and they wouldn't, so we walked up to the window, and I remember knocking on the window, and I fucking still, to this day, almost 20 years later, maybe a year more than 20. That there was somebody in that fucking building. 
and they ignored us. So I'm not 100% sure how I ended up putting my hand on the window to try and open it. But I put my hand on it, tried to open it. The fucking window wasn't locked. So I reached in. Or I, I we, we opened the window, and I believe both me and Captain yelled inside the window yep. that we needed something, and no response. So I went, fuck you, I'm going to reach in and steal a stack of cups. Well, that was the worst time of year to do something like that to a Tim Hortons, because it was roll-up-the-rim time. And the cocksucker at the hotel next to there from the front desk could see us. Well, we had already phoned to have our boys coming to pick us up. It was Monster, King, and somebody else that were coming to get us. Well, it was just Monster and King. Yeah, they were coming to grab our drunk asses. Yeah, they were coming to pick our drunk asses up. And we walked down after I grabbed this stack of cups from fucking Tim Hortons, not even realizing it was roll up the rim time. Yeah. They thought it was funnier than fuck to steal a stack of cups. Can you two shut the hell up? <laughs> You're just as goddamn bad kid. Shut up. Both of you. So we start walking down the drive through parking lot or whatever you want to call it. The drive through driveway. And Monster and King are down there to pick us up in the vehicle. And we were so fucking out of it. Captain fell. I went to try and help him get up to get him back into the car. King jumped out, yelled at me to get my fucking drunk ass to the other side and get in on, on my own. He'd help Captain. So we get in. I think I fell and Monster had to get out and help me. I'm not 100% sure. We were fucking wasted. And, uh, we decided we were going to go to the liquor store and pick up some more booze for me and Captain, because, well, we weren't done yet. Never fucking done these two. And we're pulling into the liquor store, and all of a sudden, fucking car gets lit up. And there was what, Captain? Five cars? Six cop cars. <laughs> They surround us. Don't fuck with your donuts. We get out, and they they come at us, fucking guns drawn and shit. And this is Canada. This doesn't fucking happen. Fuck with your donuts. Six cop cars, <laughs> guns drawn, over us stealing a stack of cups. Like Captain said, don't fuck with their donuts. So we get out. They searched the car. They actually put King into the car after they searched him and couldn't find anything. And that motherfucker is magical because he had his pipe Woody on him. He still didn't find it. <laughs> he had that pipe for fucking years. They didn't find it when they searched him. They put him into the car with it. He transferred it from where it was to somewhere else. I think it was into his shoe. And then when they let him out, they searched him again and still didn't fucking find it. But they ended up arresting me and Captain. They take us down to the fucking station. They send King and Monster on their way. They book me first. And, oh, fuck, I almost forgot about the stupid-ass hat I was wearing that night. 
It was a pink, fuzzy fucking cowboy hat. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so they're booking us through for the drunk tank. And they're trying to, they're, they're, they're charging me with theft under $5,000 and breaking and entering is what the charges were. And I'm telling them because they're trying to put these charges on the captain. I'm telling them this isn't going to fucking fly. Like he had nothing to do with it. It was all me. Leave the fucking light alone. So the cop. He he's booking me through, and he's like, "So you're taking all the charges?" I'm like, "Fuck yeah!" So they book me through, and as I'm sitting there to get my fucking mug shot, I remember falling over. So they got the mug shot of me laying on the goddamn floor with this pink fuzzy fucking cowboy hat on. Then they're going through, and I can hear as they're going through captain's pockets. And they're checking his wallet, and the one cop says to him, Oh, where'd all that money come from? And I remember hearing Captain go, I work for a fucking living and making money. Not anything you'd remember, not anything you'd know about. That was pretty much what it was, wasn't it, Captain? No, I said, I have that. Hey, do you want to wear the hat for your car, for your picture? And Captain said, get fucked. I'm not that stupid. <laughs> then they got him booked. And Captain went into city or into the drunk tank for the night. And I remember trying to get as comfy as I could in my nice cushy city cell with the blankie and a little horse mattress or whatever. And I remember hearing Captain scream and yell <laughs> all fucking night. Calling me all kinds of names because I was in a nice cell. <laughs> <laughs> then I actually went to sleep and I woke up to a shitty ass breakfast because I was in a city cell. I was actually being charged, so they had to feed me. I had to make friends and fucking make a fucking hacky sack. <laughs> and I remember. If you want to see the tips and tricks, I'll try to post something for you. You roll it up real tight. <laughs> anyway, you'll figure it out. And I remember he smelt my breakfast. And Captain starts screaming and cursing and calling me all kinds of names in the fucking book. Because I was getting a shitty breakfast and he wasn't. And I had a cushy bed and he didn't. Yeah, fuck you. <laughs> he was pretty pissed off. But... He didn't walk out of there the next morning with a court date. I fucking did. <laughs> so we get out, and I think we tore into it again. I'm not 100% sure. All right, we're going to back to the trailer above here. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, so I had to get a lawyer. I got a hold of this wicked little criminal lawyer. She was old as balls. She's probably long gone and dead by now. And she was just a fucking drunk. My retainer to go in and see her was 50 bucks. Told her the story. God bless her. Oh, yeah. She was a fucking lifesaver. <laughs> <laughs> you know you're going to get quality console. <laughs> that old bitch saved me. Kept my ass out of jail, though. On more than one occasion. Good enough. 
Walk into her office, you sit down, and all you could smell when you sit down across from the desk from her was vodka. Just a drunk. So I, she's like, this is what they're charging you with. What's your side of the story? So I told her basically everything that we just told you. The only difference was I said that Captain had just gotten engaged, which was a fucking complete and total bullshit lie. So we were out for a celebration night. <laughs> well, <laughs> she got a hold of the Crown Prosecutors. She called me back about a week later. She says, Bubs, this is what the Crown is offering. Six months probation, and you pay a $350 fine, but it's not a fine. You have to put a donation to the Tim Hortons Timbits Foundation. So I was like, fuck yeah, I'll do my six months probation, pay the fine. She says, okay, we have to go to court to agree on this by this date, and your donation has to be made. Done. So I went down to the Tim Hortons on the next fucking payday, gave the donation, and the manager that was working is like, oh my god, that's probably the biggest donation we've ever gotten. I was like, can I get a receipt for that? I bet, it's court enforced. <laughs> and she's like, what do you mean you need a receipt? I was like, my lawyer needs a receipt. <laughs> she gives me kind of a funny look. I was like, the guy that stole the cups? She's like, you're the guy! I was like, yeah. She went back, got her seat book, wrote me a fucking receipt. I walked back in. I go to court. Hand my lawyer the friggin' receipt. She talks to the crown. We get up in front of the, the judge. The judge says, well, you've kept your end of this up. You've never been charged with anything before, so six months probation. I'm like, done. So I, I I go to my first, I, yeah, my, I go to my first probation hearing with my probation officer. He takes one look at me and he goes, this is a fucking joke. He's like, you showed up for this one, you paid your fines, you've, you've never done anything wrong in your life that you've been caught for. And he's like, I'll see you in six months. So that was the end of that. But uh, thanks for listening again, everybody. And try and find the new cult. Because Russ is looking for some more cults. Or for some more cult members. So that he can continue to send me more money. <laughs> All right. Captain, thank you for throwing your two cents in once in a while. All right, everybody. And as usual, don't walk a mile in my my shoes because that won't fucking impress me. Live 30 seconds in my head and you will see why I am a messed up northern boy and these are my tales.